Section 18 of The Obscure Night of the Soul by St. John of the Cross. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Book 2, Chapter 3. Introduction. Proficients, then, have had experience of these sweet communications, in order that the sensitive part of the soul, allured and attracted by the spiritual sweetness overflowing into the senses, may be harmonized and united with the spiritual part both parts having to eat of the same spiritual food each in its own way off the same dish of their one individuality that they might be prepared united and conformed for the sufferings of the sharp and rough purgation of the spirit which is before them in that purgation two parts of the soul the spiritual and the sensitive are to be wholly purified for neither of them can be perfectly purified without the other and the purgation of sense is then effectual when that of the spirit commences in earnest hence it follows that the night of sense may and should be called a certain reformation and bridling of the appetite rather than purgation because all the imperfections and disorders of the sensitive part having their strength and roots in the mind can never be wholly purged away until the evil habits rebelliousness and perverseness of the mind are corrected therefore in this night ensuing both the parts of the soul are purified together this is the end for which it was necessary to have passed through the reformation of the first night and to have attained to that tranquillity which is its fruit in order that united together in spirit they may both be purified and suffer together with the greater courage most necessary for so violent and sharp a purgation for if the weakness of the inferior part be not redressed and if it have acquired no courage in god in the sweet communions with him subsequently enjoyed nature would have given way unprepared for the trials of this night the intercourse of proficience with god is still most mean because the gold of the spirit is not purified or refined they think and speak of him as children and their feelings are those of children as described by the apostle when i was a child i spake as a child i understood as a child i thought as a child because they have not yet reached perfection which is union with god in love but in the state of perfection having grown to manhood they do great things in spirit all their actions and all their faculties being now rather divine than human as i shall hereafter explain for god is stripping them of the old man and putting on the new as it is written put on the new man who is created according to god and again be reformed in the newness of your mind he now denudes the faculties the affections and feelings spiritual and sensitive interior and exterior leaving the intellect obscure the will dry the memory empty the affections of the soul in profoundest affliction bitterness and distress withholding from the soul the former sweetness it had in spiritual things that this privation may be one of the principles of which the mind has need in order that the spiritual form of the spirit which is the union of love may enter into it and be one with it all this our lord effects in the soul by means of this pure and obscure contemplation as it is described in the first stanza true i have explained that in the beginning of my work on the night of sense yet its chief signification belongs to this second night of the spirit because that is the chief part of the purification of the soul 
I shall, therefore, apply it in this sense, and explain it here again. End of section 18